0: welcome to the spill the Roo podcast get ready to smile laugh and cry as we discuss muslim identity art culture spirituality relationships and so much more grab your coffee grab your chai grab your protein shake grab your boba tea whatever it is fam join us as we spill the rue stay tuned Bismillah r-Rahman r-Rahim. Allahumma salli ala siddin Muhammadin wa Alihi wasabihi wa barikasalam leh. Welcome to Spill the Roo. I'm here again with Saman Hauk. I'm back.
1: <laughs> no, no spilling of tea today. I got water with me, but
0: I have tea with me as usual. So, so Saman, can you just tell me like? What's your problem? Like, why you
1: aren't married yet? Like, what's wrong? With you? <laughs> um, I'm just forever single. I don't know. That's the question that you know. What's hilarious is I feel like a lot of people give you the question of, like, you're you're so sweet. You have you you seems like you have everything together. You know, you're so good with the adults. Like, what's what's going on? And I'm like, what? I don't know. I can't really <laughs> answer that question for you. Um, marriage is such a funny funny topic in our culture
0: Mm, yeah I think it's a universal thing like we think it's just the whole desi thing but it's definitely a universal thing
1: yeah I know I will say okay so a lot of my friends that are not like okay so non like desi arab some type of asian like more of those cultures a lot of my like straight up and I love them for it but straight up white friends go through it a little bit differently i also think that like the the way that you meet people is normalized a little bit more there is a little bit of a taboo around how you meet people especially uh, by still abiding by our faith not crossing any lines and everyone has different boundaries so no judgment on that but i mean i i remember us always talking about how as kids it was you know don't talk to boys stay away be good girls blah 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 and the second you get out of college where's your mans yeah and you're just you're sitting there scratching your head like what do you mean was i I (laughs) was i supposed to be on top of that Somehow we were doing it all wrong
0: we were supposed to go to college to go get married like what, what were we doing just studying you know getting all these degrees like you know Apparently, you've been
1: doing it all wrong. Yeah, we did college wrong. I, I kid you not. I had friends. That's a loose word. Um, I had people <laughs> in college tell me that they were there for their MRS degree. And I was like, are, are you for real? I don't know. It's just such a bizarre, bizarre thing. And again, mm-hmm. no judgment on how you did it, how you go through finding your partner. But I think both me and Nubba have kind of... <laughs> Kind of not had what we thought was going to be the traditional find your spouse. Yeah. So I'm not gonna lie, I like I think like almost every other day, to is like, Oh, I'm gonna sit next to some dude in college, we're gonna become best friends, and then we're gonna get married. It just you know, going <laughs> all come together like You know, one day he's gonna be like, you know what, I'm in love with
0: you. <laughs> Let's go to your
1: parents.
0: And that works for some people I mean that was that that's what was written for those people, and that's awesome, Mashala. Mashala, that's yeah great. Um, but it's kind of just frustrating when not like you have that expectation or when people just constantly throw that in your face like that's the only thing that there is to talk about
1: yeah and and I will say, the one thing I think we're all big on in our friend group is celebrating the milestones regardless of whether it's marriage, career, education, life goals, whatever. I think we're really good about that. And I appreciate that amongst us. Yeah, that it's not yeah. just like, oh, I'm not only going to congratulate you or throw you some type of celebratory anything only for marriage. Right. But, I mean, it's, it's good having friends that are on the same page with that stuff or don't make it seem like you're lesser for not having a partner. But... I'm going to be straight, if you haven't ever gone through the the platforms that exist, like Muzmatch or Minder or any of these, like, apps, you don't really know what it's like until you're in it.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, even if, like, if you aren't go- even going through those apps, but even just going through that process in general, whether it's, like, people are looking for you, like, the more traditional way. Like, I know, like, the whole Matchmaker thing. Mm-hmm like that's not as common anymore but there are still um it's still happening I know there's still places that are doing that and like even your parents looking for you so I think just being in that process in general I think what you're about to say I think you could relate to it
1: oh yeah no and it's it's draining like I think that's Mm -hmm. the thing that people don't really prepare you for that it's exhausting and I don't mean to sound like a brat saying that like, oh, okay, I must be so exhausting, you know, looking through a bunch of guys. No, like, you kind of have to do this very quick, letting someone get to know you and vice versa. And having to, again, I grew up as one of those people that was very, very introverted. I didn't like people get to know me until I knew that they were going to be like salad people in my life. So yeah. it is weird, you know, trying to tell your Tell other people who you are right away in such a short amount of time, but the app stuff specifically is i think is its own game of stuff that I personally was not prepared for, and I know people think it's funny i have again, I have friends who have used other like non Muslim dating apps like if they're on like Tinder or hinge or whatever or bagel meets coffee there's so many these days mm-hmm. but it is difficult, and but I feel like people don't talk about it. Yeah, like the difficulty. Yeah, the difficulty of the apps. I know I've seen some videos. I know one recently came out on Most Match, uh, where this girl didn't finding her guy, and she was on the app for like years, and he was on it mm-hmm. for a couple months.
0: Yeah, I've heard that so much, and you know it's really interesting. That's not the first time I've heard it, where the girl has been on there longer than the guy. Oh like that that I heard that like that wasn't like the first time and I found that really
1: fascinating like
0: the girl's been on there for like three years and the guy was on there for like three months and they got married
1: deal with that I've been married. on and off but I'm I get super frustrated yeah I don't I think you know
0: before anyone even considers the app or even just marriage in general I think it's important to again go back to um self-awareness and intention you know like of course marriage is a big thing you know especially in our religion it's a it's a blessed thing it's a sacred thing it's a sunnah right mm-hmm. and no we're not someone and I are definitely not discouraging marriage at Mm-mm. all we're just talking about obviously we're not because we're talking about just the struggle <laughs> Yeah, you know the struggle um and how it's important to talk about it and like what would be our advice in terms of like that process and i think the first thing is is that first like knowing yourself and like do, do you even want to get married you know yeah and, I, and if so like why like write it down if you have to like it's really important going back to like the purpose of things like why do you want to do what why why is it what's the reason behind it you know um and I think that'll really help you understand yourself and your and you know your intention like why do you want to get married you know like okay, you want to get married so you can find someone to live your life with so you can please Allah wa taala and, and you know, grow together in Islam and become closer to him and whatever it is, right? I think those things you need to really be clear about. So then once you're clear on that, then you know, okay, this is what I want to do. Now, what are the steps towards that, right? And then then you're able to know, okay, now that this is what I want and why I want it, okay, now what do I want in a spouse and what type of like life am I envisioning? You know, that'll be easier in the process too when people ask you or like when you interact with somebody, because if you do and then you have no idea what you're doing, like, Oh, I'm just getting married because my mom told me to, or because I'm getting all this pressure. Like, no, that's not how it works because you're wasting your own time and you're wasting somebody else's time and their emotions and energy. And, um, so that's, I think that's the first thing that I would say is like first understanding you know, why you want to get married, what is your intention, and then, like, about yourself, like, what type of person are you, like, what are your habits, what are your goals, um, and then what type of person, person do you envision your life to be with, and um that'll definitely make the process easier and, and smoother, hopefully, inshallah, because at least you have, like, okay, this is what I'm looking for. It's like, and I hate comparing it to a job and job interview, but it's a little more relatable in that sense, because, you know, for a job, you're like, okay, I'm looking for x y and z and um you know it, it helps you in the job process and searching for a job that could best fit your life or whatever you know I don't know our career path it could be for anything but I think that's the first step and then from there you know it's really about that communication like with your parents or you know um what you're looking for because you want to make sure that you and your parents are on the same page, Mm -hmm. right? Like there's so many stories where like somebody's parents want something else and you want something else.
1: I have straight (laughs) up heard like parents looking for their kids and in particular, I put in the context where like parents are looking for their daughters and they have them talk Mm -hmm. to guys and then the girls are telling the guy they don't want to get married right now or like they're not ready for commitment. And I'm like, yo, like, if that's the case, your parents shouldn't be, like, hardcore looking for you if then you're going to say, hey, I don't actually want anything right now. Like, that's just awkward. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I feel like it goes back to that communication with your parents, right? Like, you need to communicate it with them. I know it's not, like, an easy thing. It's not, it's a difficult thing, especially when, like, you're, quote, unquote, getting older or whatever. It's, like, it's hard to find things, but um, you have to communicate, like, why? Why is it that, you, you know you don't want to get married right now or you're not ready for it or whatever like at least communicate you can't just doing things like that never ends up well for anyone yeah. right and you know whoever you know when you're in that position it's it's awkward for both people but like again you have to remember you're also putting somebody you're wasting somebody else's time and you have to Also, be considerate of that.
1: Yeah, I think a big part of it is considering the other person that you're also potentially talking to in that respect. Mm -hmm. And whatever size you're on, I don't care if you're a guy or a girl, whoever you're talking to, that person is putting effort into this potential relationship too. So it kind of blows my mind that within our generation in particular, there seems to be this just like lack of understanding sometimes the the person on the other yeah ghosting like why is ghosting culture a thing and like i okay i don't be straight if it's somebody who's really really weird because i have had those where they're like you know it's very very obscure or you feel uncomfortable but like leaving people on red and not unmatching and just letting things sit there like that just I don't get it. And if somebody out there has an answer for why this is so normalized, I'd love to hear it.
0: Yeah, because it just takes, you know, two seconds. It may not be the easiest thing in the world, but two seconds to be like, Hey, Salaam, you know, I thought about it or I don't think this is going to work out or, you know, just being very nice and civil about it, being considerate of the other person's feelings. um, I think that's really important, you know, um, We can't take that lightly because you have no idea how that impacted the other person. Maybe it didn't. Maybe it did. You have no idea, but at least have the courtesy and respect.
1: And I I think that ties Um, back to a lot of the other stuff that we've said generally where like how you interact with another human being that is reflective of you as a person. And like, I, I don't know for, and again, we may do things differently. I try and make an effort that if I am talking to somebody to at least let them know before I unmatch that I'm going to unmatch and usually why now sometimes that does yeah. not always work out in my favor <laughs> because I've had people come at me and for my life <laughs> for saying it, mm-hmm. but I just think it's a respect thing. I think as human beings, we owe each other that much respect to just say, Hey, I don't think we're vibing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think it's just, that awkward feeling and that extra effort that you have to put in. And that's why a lot of people don't do it, which is really sad. But I think we need to remember that when, again, when we're interacting with each other and we're trying to do it the right way, you need to remember like, what is the way that's going to be most pleasing to Allah and just leaving somebody like that, or like, and if you're on the app, you know, if we were going to specifically talk about these apps, like if you're on that, on, on the apps, um, I think like you have to even be a little bit more deliberate and, in terms of your effort, because no one can read your yeah. mind. Right. Like you have no idea. Like even if you're busy with whatever it is, like of course life happens, but at least to the other person, especially when it's like going well. Yeah. You know um, I think that's important because again, it's, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I, I feel like people take it very casually. Like, Oh, sorry. I'm not, I'm not on this app often. Um, yeah. Like, it's like, okay, well, what, <laughs> like, what? like you have to be responsible and mature about it. And it's like, this is a commitment you're making. You're, you're searching for something, right. You're, you're trying to, um, find a, a life partner or whatever it is. And so you can't just be like, Oh, I'm just on here for fun or like, whatever it is. No, you need to commit yeah, to Yeah, I mean, like, like, why are you here, um, dude? Yeah, like stop wasting my time. Like, I don't know. It's
1: it's very frustrating. Your, okay, so very specific question. What's kind of your time limit on how long you'll wait for a response before you're like, all right, I'm done. Hmm. Well, if it's if
0: the message doesn't say mm-hmm. read, you know, I I think I'm gonna be a little bit more lenient. Like, okay, because I, I I give I try my best to really be flexible and accommodate and give people excuses, but also balance between like, when is it a good time to just uh-huh. let it go? <laughs> um, so I don't know, like, let's say I send a message and then like, I don't get anything, anything for like three days or even a week and it says unread After like a week and, it's, and it hasn't even been opened, then I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna unmatch. If somebody has put it, like it's, it's on red, then I, I'm i going to give them, like, three days. Yeah, that's go. about my
1: general... Those are my general, like, checkpoints in terms of when. And I just... Like, the worst is when you read it and you don't say yeah, anything. Yeah, okay. So, like, I don't... I don't know if that seems harsh and, or if people out there think that, well, you know, maybe you should be more accommodating or you shouldn't be have such high expectations of people that you haven't even met in real life. But this is supposed to be a method to get there and i think that if they're not prioritizing you now will they ever
0: yeah no I, again it goes back to this is not a joke you know like i you're investing your time into it and you expect the person to also invest their time and be serious about it and um you can give a person excuses as much all like we're 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 trying to say that we're accommodating but like also it's like ridiculous you can't just like I don't know. It's just really, it's frustrating. It's like, why are you behaving that way? You know? Um, And if you're not interested, then don't waste that person's time. And so I think it's like, there are a lot of serious people on there. And I think that it's not just has, it doesn't even have to do with the app. I think it's just even when you, somebody else suggests somebody to you, you You've, those types of interactions also happen where somebody doesn't respond or whatever. And it's like, okay, that's fine. It's clear. You're not interested, whatever, but it's specifically on an app. It's just even yeah. more annoying, you know? And I think more just cause it's just, it's like more in your face and you kind of just get that really quick, readily ready, you know, response or whatever, because yeah. it's an app. And
1: real talk question. Um, Have you ever gotten anyone who has come off like negatively towards your career career path you being career oriented or like explicitly said no I don't want you to work after we get married if we get married not
0: personally I haven't had that personal interaction Um, I need to understand that Mm. it's two people who have their own lives their own experiences their own goals their their own like vision about things and you have to be a unit like you have to be interdependent and have this understanding and maturity with each other Mm -hmm. and appreciate and value each other and help each other grow and encourage each other and so when I see these types of things where people say like very like oppressive abusive toxic stuff it's just like okay moving on you know like and again that's from their own they're projecting from their own thing from their own experiences behavior whatever their thoughts and views are and I haven't actually seen that a lot I mean, most profiles I've seen, people are very appreciative of, like, somebody who is mm-hmm.
1: career-oriented,
0: like, just by, like, reading a profile. Um, I will you
1: know, say the paradox, um, though, I feel like I see a lot is that guys want you to be educated sometimes, but not too educated. I know that sounds horrible. It's just the, an interaction mm-hmm. that I've had, interactions oh, yeah. I've had with people, with people that I've met. Um, and also some that I've talked to on the app, um, where it's like, they're again, taken aback by me being an attorney, like a lawyer, um, an attorney, hopefully in soon. Uh, but it's, like this very, I, I don't know if they're intimidated. I don't know if it's something that they're like, oh, that's not typical. That's not normal. Are you going to be combative? Uh, I've also had people straight up say like, well, if you are so enveloped in your career, are you going to have time for me? And so, I mean, I like the idea, like when you're saying you're a unit, it's you two that need to work it out and figure out how your life's going to look. But I think some of those preconceptions of how you think everything's just going to be need to yeah. not be there.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. all about communication.
1: Yeah, like, I just don't get it. Why is it that when a
0: woman is career oriented that she's it's a, like all of a sudden she's yeah, more of them. everything else? <laughs> and if a guy's career oriented, like that doesn't. Well, even I feel like being career
1: oriented as a guy almost gives you free reign to neglect your other responsibilities, which which to me again baffles me, because I I you know and inshallah yeah. do want a guy who still is involved in his kids' lives, you know like I mean, that makes so, sense yeah. to me and for me i'm like if i you know were to get married and have kids those kids are going to be my life so it's like why would i neglect yeah. that yeah i I just don't get it
0: people need to talk about that Like you can't just assume that somebody who's going to be career oriented is just going to neglect the husband neglect the kids not gonna put any responsibility into the home. Yes, I'm not denying that that happens, you know, but you can generalize, and that's very unfair to generalize and say that. I think it, you need to communicate that with the other person, like, hey, I love it that you're career oriented or whatever, that's really awesome. You know, but what, it, you know, what are your expectations in terms of your responsibility as a mother, as a wife, talking about those things and vice versa. And I think we need to go back to our example, the Prophet sallallahu and Hazrat Khadija, yeah. like the most beautiful example ever. Like she, you know, mashallah, they had twelve kids in their home, along with their like their own children that they were taking care of. And you know, she was a businesswoman, very successful, the most successful businesswoman in Makkah Sharif And you know, the Prophet was right. who's busier <laughs> than the Prophet al-Sallam? like it's and it's amazing they're a beautiful story like how they worked things out and how they communicated and they were always there for one another and even when Hazrat Khadija passed you know the Prophet would still talk about her he would still visit you know her um her friends and 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 you know stay in touch with their family and it's just so beautiful like what type of love was that you know it's just so pure and like everlasting and we need to go back to that example like and remember that like all of these i don't know you know issues that we go through like it just i don't know it's it's kind of crazy like we have such beautiful examples and we forget that and we're tied up in all of this my little brother <laughs> i remember
1: actually having a conversation with our family and my little brother brought up that relationship to like make a point and I was dying. I was like, yes. I was like, you go, you tell them. <laughs> i get, I'm, I think I'm super blessed with two brothers who are big advocates for me in pointing out, you know, certain things, especially when it comes to the marriage stuff. And when we have those conversations in our family. Yeah. Uh, and again, like my parents aren't like crazy Going at me or anything about that stuff but i i feel like (laughs) everyone else always seems to be more concerned than my immediate family oddly enough uh but yeah i we have we do have such beautiful examples in our own religion we just refuse to look at them and and i think that's one of those marriage Mm -hmm. is one of those places where i feel like we let culture trump our like religious values in in how we Mm -hmm. do those things because I know we've we've kind of talked about this a little bit before, but even like Islamically getting married to someone who is a Muslim, that's like the only thing that really, I mean, that's all you need. <laughs> but I think, again, in a lot yeah. of Pakistani Indian culture, Arab culture, we have this idea that we want to marry somebody who is the exact same as us. And I get if that, were to happen, you would want certain cultural norms to exist within your house. I love my Desi culture. And I, I want, you know, my spouse to be able to share in that. But I think it's really crazy that a lot of the older generation sometimes is like, no, no, like, you have to marry somebody who is of the same exact culture. Yeah. Not even culture, but like
0: tribe, which is, that's like a, yeah, I've definitely have have heard of that in this tribe with this exact geographic coordinate, like, which is real, you know, like it's, it's crazy and subhanAllah that's, um, that's really hard. May Allah make it easy for those who are in that position. Um, but yeah, I think it's having realistic expectations from both parent and child is really important and having the communication um is really important I think everyone needs to be on the same page you know and I think that'll help clear a lot of problems and issues Good. in terms of like the process and for some people this yeah. process is very easy you know the first person they talk to like ends up working out and that's from Allah like it's written in different ways for people and we should take it in 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 a way that like this is also a test right and Allah loves those whom He tests, and if we you know try our best to have patience and um, persistence and you know trying to really do the best we can you know that that's the, that's the most we can do right yeah. we hire a camel and we leave it up to Allah you make that dua yeah. and and that's all and so um what tips would you give somebody who's specifically going on um, this match or I
1: think okay so I would say one if you are going on it you do need to 200% Love yourself first, I know how cliche that sounds, and I'm sorry for putting that out there, but as someone I mean me personally like I've gone through self esteem issues I think every we joke I joke with my little brother about how like brown girls probably have the worst self esteem ever <laughs> um because we're we're criticized often and I think in our households because that is the method by which we are taught to be better it has a a good in- yeah, it's good intentions, it's toxic. horrible execution, um, but mm-hmm. you do have to love yourself and be happy with who you are as a person before going into it, because I think if you're not, you're going to, like, not everyone's going to like you on there. That's the whole point, point. and I think that it'll really, it can get to you, because you're sitting there thinking, you know, what's wrong with me? I think definitely going in with an open mind. Uh, I... Was really up and down with that. You know, you have this idea in your head of what your life's gonna look like, what your spouse is gonna be, but th- that could change. Just because you think that's what's best for you doesn't mean that that's actually what is best for you, what Allah has meant for you. Um, I, just being, I think, open about what your expectations are. And I, honestly, this is something that I could do a better job at too when I'm talking to people. Uh, So this is advice to myself too, I guess. But just being straightforward about like, you know, this is kind of what I'm looking for and being okay with asking those questions up front. I feel like people go straight into like, oh, hey, how's it going? How's your day? What's up? And it's like, okay, that's great. But sometimes we do want to get into those nitty gritty questions of, is this going to work? Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I really don't
0: like too much of the fluff. Like, it's not, like, getting straight into it, but, like, you can ease up into it, but, like, wasting, like, you know, just spending, like, I'm just going to give an example, like, maybe, like, two weeks of just talking about nothing and mm-hmm. avoiding the main the elephant in the room. Like, no. Like, I think it shows, like, a lot of maturity and seriousness from the other person's end, too, when both people are kind of communicating and asking questions together. Even if one person has to initiate it first, that's fine. Um, but, like... You know, don't not no like having too much small talk is so annoying to me because it's like no, I,
1: yeah. I don't like I don't want to waste my time here. Like I want to know if we go I do want to ask since you mentioned so, this, like the initiating because I, I know we've we talked about this a little bit, but like what's your your take on that? Is it mm-hmm. do you think that the guy has to initiate first, like even if you guys match? I mean, it's. Um, I
0: think I'm just talking about my own experience. From my experience, when the guy initiates first, it definitely goes in a better direction. And, and it's I've seen that he's a little bit more... He's more serious and considerate. And because, like, if he's reaching out to you, most likely he's going to be serious about it. Versus when I've reached out on my own, um, that's where I've had more experiences where I'm like, okay, dude, you're not responding or you're, you know, it's just not a good... Ex- less it's it's more of a negative experience so and i'm not saying that you shouldn't reach out i'm just saying that that's just from my experience um i don't know people say like people say like oh when when a go, whatever that whole thing when a guy is really serious about something you want something then he he goes for it or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so I'm going to be don't know. so I I no <laughs> like Guys,
1: I took <laughs> – I actually had this conversation with Nova a couple weeks ago. Um, No, maybe it was – it was definitely longer than a couple weeks ago. But I was getting really frustrated because if I matched with someone, I would go ahead and initiate. I was like, you know what? I'm not – I don't want to buy into this just because if I was matching with them after they already liked me, I was like, okay, you've already seen my profile. You've liked mm-hmm. me. I'm going to like you now, and then we can have a conversation. And I was like, all right, I'll say salam, even like, you know, we have an introductory, like, how are you, whatever. And then I talked to Nebba. And I was like, you know, maybe, maybe this is what my experience is. Maybe you should try or not. And I was like, you know, I was like, why not? What do I got to lose? Guys completely changed like and it, it blows my mind and i you know what from a dude dude's perspective i'd love to hear what the heck is up because okay i've talked to my brothers about this stuff again we're super open and we've like they're not like that they'll it doesn't matter who initiates the conversation they can still hold the conversation yet somehow yeah. when i talk to dudes on these app if i don't initiate right away and they do they're a little bit more attentive or asking questions more often. And I'm like, why? Yeah. I don't I don't get why it's like that. But someone explain that's, this phenomenon to me, please.
0: I don't know. And I know like people are like, Oh, you know, guys sometimes don't, you know, like you have to reach out and, and give it a try and blah blah blah. But it's like no. I mean when they when when like you are serious about something, then you're gonna go and, and, and try your best and, and do it. Like Again, there's nothing wrong with a woman reaching out first. I'm here
1: for it. I'm, we're just talking about experience. I mean, so. if, if the conversation goes well, yeah. I'm here for whoever initiating the conversation. But in our experiences, we have unfortunately seen that for some reason when we do initiate, the response isn't very good. I don't know why that's the case. I I don't know.
0: It's kind of weird. Also, like, sometimes people have like a billion... Like, sometimes people are just, like, shopping around, you know? That's the other thing. I'm just, like... Another reason why I would prefer that somebody reach out to me if they're Mm -hmm. actually really serious, you know? They're not just, like, liking my profile. Like, okay, I have another to add to the list. But, okay, I think that's how...
1: Part of this app process has become almost like a shopping out of convenience. And there's, again, no accountability. You don't know the other person personally. Their reputation to you they don't they don't necessarily don't your opinion of them at this point doesn't necessarily mean anything and i'm like but but still you should act like a decent human being
0: yeah yeah it doesn't mean that you just throw all your ethics and morale out the window (laughs) and i think yeah it's you know if you have like two to three people that you're talking to seriously and you're trying to figure it out and eliminate like that's fine but like just like adding on your list and expanding on, and like you're
1: like, okay, no, you're. I mean, I would serious. find that exhausting to have literally like a list of like you it's know a yeah. hundred different people that I'm talking to who I'm like, mm, it's Tuesday, I got a text back, like, that's crazy. <laughs> well, okay, yeah. Do you think? Okay, do you think amongst so, COVID I... and everything else going on, do you think it is possible to still meet people? quote-unquote naturally or organically in our in our generation
0: hmm i mean we just talked about okay somebody yeah I, somebody a I think that show. was
1: pre-covid okay so the other like <laughs> the other f- not i don't want to call it a fantasy but like thought that i always had was like oh you know if i meet somebody in a coffee shop or, and we recently just saw an Instagram post where someone's like, Oh, who would have thought I would have met my guy at a, at a taco shop? And I'm like, man, how come these things aren't happening here? I mean, I just think, okay, I feel like once you get to a certain age, and everybody told me this, this is the hilarious part. When I was in college, all of like the older mm-hmm. people that I had in my life would tell me like, once you get into the working world, it's just harder to meet people. And I'm like, nah, I'm gonna focus on school all this stuff whatever and now I'm here I'm like yeah, yeah. all right yeah. you were right I see what you mean
0: <laughs> yeah I mean I think yeah pre-COVID I think it's hard. it was already very hard to meet people mm-hmm. and that's why the apps apps were created right um so during COVID yeah I mean I it's probably even harder but people have I've seen like stories that it's worked for people during COVID where they've met during COVID and they got married during COVID and virtually and yeah, so I honestly it comes down to really if Allah wants something to happen <laughs> it doesn't matter true, if there's a pandemic. It will happen. So yeah, and I think it's just um it's a process, an, an annoying process, but um uh, i think that if you're going to be using these apps
1: just having that communication so, with your real parents, quick because i know that we've brought up you know, the, with the communication um, with your parents a couple times but i think that something to emphasize for us is that the, the reason that that relationship or that communication matters is a lot of times it isn't just the two people getting married it is the families also you know creating bridges yeah And again, some people don't Mm -hmm. agree with that. Some people are like, well, you know what? You marry who you want to marry, regardless of what your family thinks.
0: There's different family dynamics. I mean, if you feel like your parents are going to be fine with like you going on the app and then you're just saying, hey, I found somebody, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, that works for some people. But for people, if you if you're in that type of environment where you and your parents are kind of very you try to find a middle ground with things and you like keeping them on the same page. And if you're in that, you know, position, then I would definitely suggest that you talk to them about this. And um, you know, ha- also like when you have that communication with your parents, you know, it goes back to having that trust with you. Like, okay, they're, this is my child. I raised them. And I, and I know they're not going to be stupid about it. They're They're grown yeah. adults. Like it's, you know, you're interacting with other, people you know how to interact and so and I know there's some kind depends on your family dynamics some people are very like strict about it where they're like no my parents will kill me and things like that and so that's 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 hard but I think if you're in that type of environment where you can communicate with your parents and interact with them and I think that's the best thing and there's the most blessing in that um you know like hey I'm gonna to try this app and see how it goes and you know, I, I think there, nothing good yeah. comes out of, like, going behind your parents' I definitely back think and- for
1: anyone who does, who is going, jumping into yeah. this process, regardless of whether it's app or in person, through your family, whatever, through mutual friends, introducing you to people, just not, I don't know. I don't want to say not taking it seriously, but don't put so much pressure on yourself going into it, thinking, like, this has to work. Oh, yeah. Like, You know, I've had conversations with people Mm -hmm. who do have a relationship with my family. And I was like, you know, I I don't think this is going to work. And if you don't, if you don't feel comfortable, you shouldn't feel forced into anything.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, there's, you don't have that expectation. You know, it's just, you're, you're just trying something out and take it day by day, step at, you know, step at a time um and of course just like with anything else you're yeah. gonna be safe about it right you're gonna use your brain if somebody's acting sketchy or weird you know block them unmatch them you can report them I mean we've seen so many people Fawad Khan, us yeah, I'm like this is not Fawad Khan. I'm like seriously like um and I know they've been trying to really be safe about it and, like, make sure that you have a selfie verification when you open the account and all that. But mm-hmm. you're still going to get a lot of catfishes. And um, I think that's the only thing is that yeah. there's just a lot of filtering that you have to do.
1: And I will say also in, in trying to yeah, find love, um, uh, also remember to love yourself. And I know I've been big on this throughout this, but it's okay to be single. It's okay to not be married. Yeah. yeah. Again, like we said, like <laughs> Allah has written it for you whenever it's meant to be. But don't lose sight of the life that you have right now. Still enjoy it. You know, I am very anti this whole you can't live your life until you're married. I've always had a problem with that perspective just because yeah. you shouldn't be holding your breath or waiting for somebody else to live your life fully. And maybe that's easier said from my perspective. I know some people have a little bit of a harder time navigating all of that, especially with certain cultural norms. But I think you have to find enjoyment in your own own life as an individual instead of waiting for somebody else to make your life enjoyable.
0: It's, it's not none of it has been easy or is easy at all. Um, and I, I know like people have a lot of times people have really good intentions when they ask, oh, like, are you, when are you getting married? Oh, bah you know, like, or even with teasing you or anything. But I just think we need to stop yeah. that culture. You know, it's different when it's like, you're somebody who's really yeah. close to like your aunt, you know, who you're really close to, right? Who has your best interests at heart and stuff like that. Um, but my my, yeah. my father doesn't do that to me. She knows she's been through it. Like, you know, like, but like when other people do it, I think it's like okay how do you how does that make somebody's mm-hmm. parent feel when they're already worried about their child you know or if you're in that situation i think um just with any question like it's just somebody gets married, constant it's like, okay, so questioning
1: of like your personal business and it's like, <laughs> like why do you need to know that yeah like
0: we're not supposed yeah. we're supposed to leave what doesn't concern us as muslims so I think that, you know, if anyone brings that up, I think if you have that honest and genuine, sincere intention and best interest of that person and you have someone to suggest. Oh, I'm so glad that stuff sometimes. You? Okay, go when I have You know, like, but like, don't just like, yeah, like, don't just bring it up for the sake I mean, of it. Like, why? Point what is for- the purpose of it? <laughs> It is, but it's it's unnecessary. It's like, we need to stop that culture. And, like, somebody in our generation started doing that. And I had to stop her right there mm-hmm. and then, in, like, in a different way that she would understand. Because then that's going to keep going forward and forward and forward. And it's like, no. Like, we, we can't. It's wrong. It's just wrong. Yeah, you don't like, say hate often. Like, ever, I, don't say, actually. No, I don't say hate very often. <laughs> actually, yeah, I don't. But it's just... I don't know. It's very insensitive and it's a it's not it's not something I agree with. Like we need to just mind our own business. And if you make dua for that person. Seriously. Like just make dua. You don't have to say anything, you know, like I that's all you I think that's what, the best thing you can do. If you have a suggestion, okay, yes, <laughs> give it, but uh, otherwise make dua. Like stop asking the same question over I'm with weekend. you, dude. Like it's, get the invite. it like, is like, frustrating,
1: what? exhausting having to constantly answer that question sometimes from people that that you don't even know that well or like that's the first question out of their mouths I, I distinctly remember after graduating that was like the question that kept coming out of everybody's mouth and I, it confused me because yeah. I was like I don't even know you like why do you care I mean look if we have a wedding sure you'll get invited I mean I don't know COVID now so <laughs> we're limited to how many people we can have as guests anyway but I uh, I hope that that changes within our generation and as we grow older that we have more of an influence on those types of conversations that we have and the spheres that we're in. But I I still see it. And I actually, in some of my friend groups, not just in Desi Desi culture, but in other friends groups who do all have like significant others, it is like, oh, okay, you know, we got to find her someone when when is she going to get with someone and i'm like okay guys mm-hmm. <laughs> like hopefully eventually you know inshallah that's the that's the goal yeah. and I, that's the other thing i think that some people do mean it with well intentions like they are yeah and i we're, and those, not, okay, yeah, we're definitely I love those not people for that. that they're trying yeah. to look out for you but it's the other randos that you're like no thank you you have no business being up in here unless you're suggesting yeah. somebody go away yeah
0: yeah 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 it's just it's not polite it's not nice and
1: i think that's something that we need to grow on though generally is how is what you're saying what you're doing affecting somebody else and that seems to be a common thing, regardless of mm-hmm. whether you're, you know, you're talking to somebody else to get to know them for a relationship, whether you're inquiring as to yeah. where they are at in their lives in those kind of relationships. Just that self awareness of what your actions do to someone else.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean and I and I know I mentioned that um before too, that like Going back to how the Prophet was and how he, he how he would interact with others and um how each person would just feel so respected to be around him, you know. I mean, of course, that's the Prophet was, but we can at least try yeah. to try our best to follow him, right, in his in his blessed footsteps, and at least have these mm-hmm. discussions and and reminders, right? We all need reminders, and so um yeah, I don't know, it's. Yeah, I think one thing is for sure is that when something is written for you, you know, it is written for you. And you just have to, don't limit yourself. Like going back to, I don't know, like that red car example, like I have to get that red car. Like maybe there's some other car right, right next to you that's amazing for you and it's gonna work out. And I don't know, like you, if you have that sincere intention, just keep going and try your best and leave it up to Allah like don't have to put so much pressure on yourself because it's not up to you and it's not in your control there's only so much yeah that you you can do and then biggest advice
1: through all this process and we haven't even I feel like in comparison to other people not trying to compare but we haven't really been been through obviously the same thing that everyone out there has been through but it's But it's like the being, being patient with yourself, being patient with the situation and just understanding that, you know, everything will work out the way it's supposed to. And you just have to have faith in that.
0: Yeah, it's, um, it's hard, it's hard to kind of bring yourself back to that place. But again, continue that, continue that communication with Allah, like um, with anything, you know, like you know let's say you're talking to somebody you're trying your best and you're like okay i don't know you know where this is gonna go but i leave it up to you allah Mm -hmm. and like make dua right read istikhara like read read the istikhara dua read it as much as you need to and things will open up in whichever way is best you know and you have to trust trust in that and believe in it i mean the examples from like the pious people before us and from uh, the prophets, you know, they made du'a for things for years and years and years and years and their du'a wasn't accepted until later on because that was what was best for them and it was an ex- it's an example for us. Like, we forget that. Like, we don't know the good, the reason behind why something happened later on and not now, you know? So I think we get caught up in these, as human beings, we just get caught up in these little things and it just consumes our well being and it's yeah. it's not healthy, you know. Um, I I don't know if I was telling you about this, but I I, I was taking a course. It's a Sierra course um, by Lanturna, this organization, and there was um, an exercise that they had us do, where you have two uh-huh. columns. One is the GABA and one is the camel column. So the you know like the the GABA column was like everything that's in control of Allah, that, that Allah, um I'm like tongue tied everything mm-hmm. that you know Allah's Allah controls which is obviously everything right and then the camel is like what you what you can control as a human being so like for example you have an exam so in the camel column you put I'm studying really hard every day for uh-huh. four hours or whatever until my exam that's in two weeks and the Kaaba okay. column is the result of the exam right so, you know, using that exercise for anything in your life, it really helps. Um, it's really healing and just kind of, it helps you kind of look at it. When, you're, when things are written down, it's really powerful and helps you kind of look at it in a way where it's very, um, like, I'm worrying about this yeah. and I can't, I have no control over this. And yeah, by just looking at it in that way, it definitely helps. And so that exercise is something I, I think I, I'd like to do that, like, more Inverse. often. Inverse. Um, because sometimes we,
1: we yeah. um, inverse I that, can definitely you know, the two that. columns. I feel and, like, I, I think um, as humans, sometimes we wish we had, or we think yeah. that we have more control than we actually do. And I mean, it can be freeing to say, you know, I don't have control yeah. over I mean, it. <laughs> yeah,
0: thank goodness. Human yeah. beings are not in control. I mean, look at what we're, what we're doing. Like, it's making me sort of like, you can see tongue-tied and frustrated but like the angels were like all this one like don't give man them any is control coming on Earth and, <laughs> yeah. you know what's going to be the result of that yeah and allah and allah said that you know i know what you do not know and you know allah only allah knows what all of this is about and so come back full circle yeah, to we, leave it
1: all to allah that's
0: Yep. That's, that's, that's the whole point of this. And, and, and everything else is like, you know, um, you, that's all you can do. You, you try your best and it is very freeing when you realize that. Yeah. And Shaitan's always going to come in there and whisper in your ears and try to make you worried and anxious because that's his goal. And you just have to keep fighting that and saying positive things and making dua and, and ignoring that you have to like, it's, it's, uh, It's a big exercise and process to kind of do that, but keep going, you know, and, you know, inshallah, things, things come together. So anyone who's really looking and that's your intention, you know, may Allah grant you the best of the best person that you can pray for and more than you even imagine, inshallah, just know that it it happens in its own time and the best of ways. And you have to really believe that and keep reminding yourself of that. So. in submitting your writing poetry or art send us an email or follow us on instagram every platform we'd love to have you join our fam